Welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats from NC State University's Career Development Center, the only podcast dedicated to providing NC State students with current, relevant, and thought-provoking ideas that will challenge you to think about your future. Whether you want to know more about what hiring managers are really thinking, or you just need to hear an honest and encouraging story about overcoming obstacles to reach your goals, we've got you covered. Wolfpack Career Chats is just one of the many services we provide. Whether it's career fairs, on-campus interviews, co-op opportunities, or more, we are here for the pack. Hi, Pack Career Chats. This week we're talking about professional dress. I'm Courtney Mulvini, and I am the Career Identity Coach for the College of Humanities and Social Sciences at NC State, and joining me this week is... Twyla Howard. I am a second-year graduate student in the Counselor Education Program here at NC State University. I'm also interning at the Career Development Center, working primarily with College of Science students. So this week, we are going to be talking to you about professional dress. Professional dress has a lot to it, and because of that, we want to start by giving you a little bit of background on who we are and how we show up in the workplace. So I am a cisgendered white woman who identifies as a part of the GLBT community. I have been at NC State as a student before and currently as a full-time employee for about three and a half years. And I have multiple tattoos and visible piercings, which are things we'll be talking about later on. And Twyla, tell us a little bit about you. I am a cisgendered African-American woman um, and I rock my natural hair. And I have two tattoos and no piercings. So a little different perspective there. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about, first and foremost, defining professionalism and professional dress. Now, this is something that is one of my favorite topics to talk about. But professionalism in and of itself has some interesting baggage attached with it. When you think of professionalism or even when you do an Internet search for it, what do you usually see? come up in the images? Usually neutral colors, playing it safe, um, pantsuits, um, straight hair. And white men. Lots of them. Yes. Generally speaking, what I've noticed is when you search professionalism on the internet, you're going to see the image of individuals in three-piece suits, lots of individuals who are of Caucasian descent, and they're all going to be people who, when you look at the greater picture of things, would be considered most likely by their dress, upper middle class. Professionalism is really defined, in my opinion, in Eurocentric views. And I think that that's something that as we're having this conversation today, I just want everyone to think about. A lot of the advice we're giving you is advice that is really um, playing to the system. That doesn't mean that we necessarily, I mean, at least I know speaking for me, I don't necessarily agree with the whole idea of professional dress and what the um, typical uh, norm is right now. But I think that that's one of the things I love about professional dress is that we can take it and we can make it what we want to um, in a way that works for us. What do you think about that kind of um, background of professional dress? I think professional dress allows you to be a little creative. Um, it allows you to present yourself authentically um, in certain spaces, um, but also it can be 
um, a detriment to certain underrepresented groups. And so I think depending on who the person is kind of determines whether professional dress is acceptable or not. I completely agree. And that brings us kind of to our second talking point, which to me is about, okay, we understand that professionalism can be problematic depending on the lens you're looking at it through. But how do we help our students succeed in the system as it is? And for me, that comes down to this idea of professional dress is all about making the right choice, the right decision for the right situation. And that comes down to thinking about professional dress is not just a three-piece suit or scrubs Mm -hmm. or business casual or business professional. Professional dress also includes steel toe boots. It also includes working overalls. You have to be prepared for whatever your job is going to throw at you during the day. And I think that that's a big piece of being a professional is knowing what to wear for what situation. So, you know, Twyla, one of the things I know that you're going through right now is is interviewing for full-time positions. Yes. And tell me a little bit about how you view like interview attire versus everyday work attire. I think interview attire is more intentional. Um, So I have to be very mindful of who's in the room. Um, I've had a couple phone and Skype interviews. So I have to be mindful of who may be on the other side of the screen. And so I present myself differently in interviews than I may going to the mall or hanging out with my friends or going to the library to study. And so I think interview attire, you really have to be intentional. And I think sometimes when I think of interview attire too, I mean, even when I interview for my position here, uh, currently I have a lime green streak in my hair, a cute little hoop in my nose, and I have, you know, visible tattoos. When I interviewed here, I did not have those. I had a black three-piece suit with a red undershirt because no pack. Also had plain black hair, straightened, conservative makeup. But for me, that was, you know, the right choice for that decision. When you're interviewing, you're making your first impression and you don't necessarily know the culture of that particular place at that time. So it's always better, just like at a career fair, to dress overdress. And to dress on the safer side because Rather once than underdress. Exactly. Because now that I'm actually in the workplace, I know that I can bring this part of my authentic self to work every day. And I find that my students appreciate it. However, if I'm going to be having a meeting with leadership on campus, I might dress a little more conservatively for that. So it's a day-to-day thing that I think students should be thinking of. Um, when they're making decisions about what to wear to an internship or job. And do you think professional dress determines, it's kind of dependent upon like the staff dynamics, um, the culture within your office, like how do you navigate um, kind of how you present yourself? Does it depend on the role? I think it depends on all of those things. I think, you know, if you're an intern, you're going to be dressing differently, most likely than the CEO of the company. Mm -hmm. It also depends on the company you're at and the role you're in. So, for example, my husband actually works at one of the Fortune 500 tech companies in RTP, and it's very relaxed there because he's not in a customer-facing role. So he wears jeans, funny T-shirts, and, you know, slip-on shoes every day. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's the norm there. Versus me, I wear more business casual. I'm usually wearing black slacks, uh, blouse, something, you know, relaxed, but a little bit more dressy than what he would wear. And a lot of that really is just based on um, the position you're in, the culture you're in, and, and really just what you decide works best for you within that particular 
you know, environment. I think a lot of it is thinking about the packaging that you put yourself in, your product in some ways, and you're selling yourself and trying to be a part of that group. And you have to put yourself in a packaging that works with that. You don't want to stand out for all the wrong reasons. You want to stand out for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So that comes down to as well, um, you know, one of the things that you mentioned to me before we started this was this idea of if you have a question about something, maybe holding off on it until you can get more information. Yeah. So I think going back to the idea of just playing it safe. Um, so if you feel like something may be too risky, um, too short, too tight. Um, whatever the context is for you, um, I would just say shy away from it and just focus on something that's safe. And then maybe after you get an offer or another interview or you get to interact with students on campus or staff, you can kind of get a little bit more creative and, and show more of yourself. And, you know, we're talking about professional dress. And I think one of the things that, you know, whenever I think of this comes up is, is money. I'm a first generation college student and I come from a working class family. So, building my professional wardrobe was something that took place over years. And here at NC State, I know we've got some great resources for students that you do a lot of work with. Yes. So actually at the Career Development Center, we actually have our own clothing closet. Um, And so we have donations that come in um, on a daily basis. um, And it allows for students, faculty, and staff within the NC State community to come in, um, try on clothing. Um, We have suits, dresses, skirts, jewelry, um, you name it, we have it in our closet. You can try it on, um, take it home free of charge. Um, and so right now the hours are during our drop-in hours, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., Monday through Friday. Um, so feel free to check us out. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I really love too is finding items that you can mix and match. I, I was joking to everybody that I have three pairs of black pants and like 20 blouses, and that's mm-hmm. not actually a joke. Um, <laughs> I actually do have a lot of different tops that I mix and match with just some good solid black pants mm-hmm. or, you know, since I'm an NC State red pants too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of those items I got from discount stores. I got from thrift stores. I got online at Amazon because they have some really reasonably priced awesome um, options too. Mm-hmm. It's about building up a collection over time don't expect yourself to you know, have all of these different items all at once. It's going to be gradual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's very important to keep a few staple pieces in your wardrobe, um, whether that's a couple black slacks, whether that's a couple button-up shirts, um, and then you can kind of mix and match based on um, your preference and um, kind of what you feel comfortable in. One thing about professional dress, too, that I think a lot of people might not remember it's not just about what you wear. It's about your personal grooming. Now, here's what I care about. And I care about just about one thing only. Can I smell you? If I can, that's a problem. And I mean this not in a mean way, but too much perfume, not enough deodorant, different kinds of things where maybe you've been riding a motorcycle and I can smell the exhaust. Different things of that nature can be very much an unprofessional thing. And we also have options on campus for getting you those types of items. If you do need personal care items, mm-hmm. it's really important to make sure that you're clean, you're well-groomed and, and put together at the end of the day, to me, professionalism, it's the right choice, the right situation, and just making sure that you're putting forward your best self. I totally agree. Um, so for me, um, I think one of the biggest concerns, especially in interviews is my hair. Mm -hmm. Um, since I do wear my natural hair, um, you know, it's hair is often seen within the black community. It can be considered like an extra layer of frustration, an added layer of, 
um, just kind of a barrier mm -hmm. um, in corporate America in certain roles that we're in. And so I really have to be mindful of how my, I present myself because natural hair can be seen as unclean, unattractive. Um, and so for me, um, at least in these past couple of interviews that I've had, I haven't worn my natural hair in its natural state because I'm hesitant on how the person that's viewing me or interviewing me may um, maybe make a preconceived notion that's not true. And mm -hmm. so we definitely have to be mindful of that as well. You know, I think how we show up, it's such a big part of, of who we are. And it can be a really sensitive topic when you're mm -hmm. talking about something that's so, you know, personal and intimate as how you choose to wear your hair, how you choose to dress, how you, you know, what parts of yourself you show and what parts of yourself you don't show. Mm -hmm. And that's something that here in the Career Center, we're here to help students navigate mm -hmm. because you do have to make these really difficult decisions about how you want to be at your place of employment. And I know that for me, my personal view is that we should be able to be our authentic selves at work without fear of how that's going to necessarily affect us. Because at the end of the day, yes, we need to work as a part of this um, system that exists. But more than anything, whether your hair is natural, whether your hair is not, whether I show my tattoos, whether I don't, these things have absolutely no impact on the kind of person that we are, the ability for us to perform our job well, and for our ability to have worth as an employee and as a person. So that's something I would encourage all the students to really think about is what matters most to you? How can you interview your companies while you are interviewing to see if they are a good fit for you as well? And just to, you know, know that when you need to make these decisions about how you're showing up at work, we know that it is an extremely personal thing. And we're here to help guide you through those decisions and guide you through um, making those choices about how you show up at work. Absolutely. I think there are some companies that are um, moving forward and not um, not as closed minded as others. But there are definitely still some out there that are not as accepting, not as open-minded. Um, and so you really just have to navigate that and figure out if the company or industry is a good fit for you or not. And like you said, you're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you. And so um, my tip is to embrace your curls with confidence and to just present yourself as natural and as raw as you want to and kind of go from there. Yeah. Be unapologetically yourself. That is my go-to thought. And when you have questions, do not hesitate to ask us over here at the Career Development Center. We hope that this episode of Pat Career Chats has been helpful for you. And thank you for spending some time with us today. The NC State Career Development Center prepares and empowers students to identify and pursue their career goals. Stop by Pullen Hall to learn more. Thank you for listening to Wolfpack Career Chats, and we hope to see you around campus. Have a packed tacular day.